put our minds together and think about a blueprint that we could just have for ourselves in the different lanes and spaces that we're in and then pass it. You know, as you climb, you should be lifting. So we're passing on to the generation that comes uh, after us. So you have different types of leadership skills that come up. Like you have the person who leads by example, you know what I'm saying? Who really doesn't say much, but, you know, they, they have practice early and they're, and they're showing you, you know, how to go through things. So as a freshman coming in, you see that senior who lead by example. But then you have that vocal leader who is making sure they stand on everyone, you know, making sure that things are getting done and making sure that their passion, and their voice is being communicated. What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Athletes Unite Conference podcast. And this is an amazing opportunity uh, just to be able to bring you all in for a behind the scenes look, right? Having these conversations, getting some background information on, you know, our guests who are also our speakers and who are also just really, really, really informative individuals that have unique stories. So uh, just want to let you all be reminded one more time, if you have not grabbed your tickets already to the Athletes Unite Conference, make sure to hit the link uh, down in the show notes. And we have some promo codes for you to get your tickets. So grab them, grab them, grab them, because them things are going fast. All right. They're going fast. And the conference is free. You get free food. You get to uh, network for free. Because I've been at some places where you got to pay to play and you got to pay to network, but you get the free food, you get to the free networking. And then even further than that, there's going to be some resume reviews there. And we got the DJ from Dreamville. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff going down. All right. So click the link down in the show notes. Make sure to get registered and everything uh, like that. But today we're going to have a dynamic duo of guests on the show and I'm not gonna butcher your introduction so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. But first I'm gonna bring out on the stage, we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna bring out Dr. Erica Glover. So come on out here doc and I'm gonna let you give, you know, I'm gonna let you give a brief snippet uh, about yourself but go ahead and do that at this time. Uh, what's going on beautiful people? My name is Dr. Erica Glover. I come by way of the University of Akron where I played basketball as a point guard in the two guards body. Um, I transitioned from my time as a hooper into the classroom, naturally speaking. It just made sense for me. And I was also a coach and a basketball trainer. Left the classroom to become an administrator. Uh, throughout my time as an administrator, fell in love with research. Went back to school to get my doctorate um, around that teacher identity. I was trying to understand myself at the time. I didn't know that. But by the time I finished that degree, I, I did understand what it was about. Um, went into HR world. Um, went to currently and working as an educational consultant. Uh, working for myself, self-employed. It's actually my first year doing that work um, and, and exploring some other entrepreneurship opportunities. Thank you for having me on here. Appreciate that. De definitely, definitely. Now, now we're gonna go ahead and br bring out Mr. Kenny Smith. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Go ahead, Kenny. You got the mic, Doc. What's going on, world? Uh, my name is Kenny Jojo Smith. Um, I come by way of Akron, Ohio, HBCU proud HBCU grad of Miles College, and also a former Hooper myself. I played at Miles, um, four-year point guard there. And then I was actually able to get two experiences. I played in the International Basketball League after that. Then I was able to visit South America and the Middle East, um, transition into the educational world as well. 
Um, I love kids and didn't really know that that was where I wanted to go. But I knew I wanted to help young people. It was a seamless transition, man, making that happen. And and so by doing that, I noticed that the black male space was super lacking in the educational world. So here I am 15 years later, I have a nonprofit organization and I am a children's book author. Um, so I'm just the author in general. And I can't wait for the conference because speaking is something that I do. And I can't wait to, to transfer this energy that I have onto our audience and our, our new up and coming student athletes, man. So, so super excited, man. Just a, a slow, I mean, a small introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you was going to say was going to say you was going to say it's going to be a slow burn as you just wait to get ready to take the stage. I know where you was going. I know where you was going. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I'm so I'm, I'm interested just to hear from you all a little bit about the work. Like, let's go in a little bit under the hood. Like, why did y'all decide to do the work that you all do? Right. Because I, I want I want to talk about that a little bit, because I think, um, you know, as people are transitioning either from sport to out of sport or they're, they're just transitioning, trying to figure out like, who am I? What do I do? Like, I, I just love to love to hear, you know, how, how did you all get into this space doing the work that, that you all are doing? Well, so I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, Doc. So so for me personally, um, again, I started substitute teaching. Right. And so when I was substitute teaching, when I, I literally became a superstar in school and not because that's what I was trying to do, but like literally when I was in the building, all of the uh, the young black boys were coming past the classroom. They were looking in the classroom like, man, is it like really a black male in there? Um, it's just a super opportunity to make connections. And so, again, at the time, I wanted to work with young people, but I never really thought that I would work in school. But once I was in the school setting, I noticed the power of you know males in the building and specifically black males. So I was in my uh, my hometown, went back home. And, and so I just saw a great need. And one thing led to another. Uh, when I started subbing, I figured out that it was something that I really wanted to pursue. Um, I, I saw a great opportunity. And so, you know, as you're trying to transition from that athletic world, right, you're looking for opportunities where you can be fulfilled. And you're looking for opportunities that, that actually allow you to feel like you're growing. And I knew that by helping others that it was going to allow me an opportunity to go specifically helping young black males feel confident in the student space that doesn't really, you know, always welcome us. So for me in that educational space, um, that is really how I got there and then. Um, I, I got into the classroom with, with Coach E, uh, man, and it just was amazing. So from an educational standpoint, I'll start with that. That is that is how I, I found my niche and, and just chose to, to go there and, and, and hit the ground running. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Now, now, now I'm going to go ahead and pull on, pull on Dr. E, Coach E, Dr. Glover. Now, now, now let, let's, let, let's get to hear from you. Let's, let's get to hear from you. So I had this, this real breakup with basketball because I was aspiring to play professional basketball. And so a lot of the time that I spent outside of like, you know, trying to do that work was in the classroom. That's how, you know, I became a teacher. And um, one of the things that I wasn't prepared for was life after basketball, quite honestly. And so when I finally stopped playing, uh, reality hit me differently. Um, it was tough for me, but I didn't even realize how all of the skills that I had really were able to speak to all of the other, the transferable skills, if you will, outside of basketball. Um, and so earlier I, I, I refrained it, you know, 
differently. I should have said I was a two guard stuck in a point guard's body. And with that being said, I was always the coach on the floor. I was always, you know, the person that would step up and be the leader. And no one was talking to me about what that meant outside of basketball. And so I start finding different spaces by purpose. I think it was providential that I ended up in all of the spaces that I was in, um, where I was able to actually practice the leadership that I learned from basketball in all aspects and areas of my life. And that's when I started going, you know, I went into basketball training and I started working for myself and didn't realize what I learned when I was going back to school to be a teacher was actually coaching. Um, and that's kind of how I started to build up my own idea of what it meant to work for myself. Um, and as a result of that, you know, Coach Jojo and I worked together in some nonprofit spaces and we would get together and be like, you know what, how are we helping the kids that we are working with that our student athletes think about life after sports? And so a lot of our nonprofit work spilled into the summer where uh, we had an AAU program. I want to give too much because we were talking about this at the conference. But long story short, we wanted our, our young people to think about themselves, not just as student athletes but as leaders in their community and advocates uh, for their community and not just an educational space, but, you know, touching and finding a genius of who you are and exploring that through the passion and the things that you are connected to. So that's really my story. And, and my goal is to help people see themselves beyond, especially at this conference, beyond an athlete, but understanding that, you know, being an athlete after you're an athlete is an accessory. And they're strong. I like that. I like that. I like that. So now, so now, like as we as we as we you know get get ready to lead up to like the conference, everything like that. Atlanta, you know, July fifteenth and sixteenth is definitely going down. Um, I'm curious to hear from you all. Like, why do you think it's so pivotal or so important for for athletes to unite? First of all, we need to come together and collaborate as we would if we were on a team, right? Put our minds together and think about a blueprint that we could just have for ourselves in the different lanes and spaces that we're in and then pass it. You know, as you climb, you should be lifting. So we're passing on to the generation that comes uh, after us. The other piece is networking is everything. Right. Um, we know. Well, most employers will say research says is that your best employees, your CEOs, your are former athletes and so i think this is a great opportunity folks to get together to network to share ideas to collaborate and to grow and learn um, from each other and then finally i think it's a it's an awesome opportunity to um get to be around like-minded people um we have never ever been in a space where it has been so intentional where you get to collaborate with athletes that are current athletes, athletes who were former athletes, and athletes that are trying to do their thing. With all the opportunity the athletes have to get paid now, I think this is essential to the process. I think this is a, will allow folks to kind of jump board off of their platform and start to really think differently about what it means to be an entrepreneur and an athlete at, at the same time. Um, and so I'm, I think this is a, a great opportunity for folks to be able to dive into that. Coach Kenny, Coach Kenny, what, what, what you got for us? What you got for us? Yep. It's the same, man. So like athletes, we have a community that we're a part of and typically have been athletes for the majority of our lives. And so if you look at a shift right now, like youth athletics, right, is a multi-billion dollar industry. And so when you have former athletes who have already been through the trenches of what that what that looks like, you know, what's required of you, it is very important for one that you're able to give back. Uh, and, and reach the people who are coming because like when you're when you're giving advice you're speaking from experience and people want to know what it was like uh for you who have already been there and done what it is they're looking to, to come up and do and then additionally though i think that it is very important that 
our experiences are are documented in in terms of how young people are able to navigate their own. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's when you're trying to find out what it is you want to do and stay in that athletic space, um, you have a lot of people who get into this space now because it is such a heavy burden of money and things that are coming forth. But when you have someone who's been through it and can shift from that thinking of not only just getting paid, right? Money, 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 you have to develop what's inside of you. And so I think that's the major important piece that we're going to be able to bring to the table is you have to find out what is driving you. And, and hopefully money isn't driving you. You know, you want to look at impact and income. So it, it's nothing wrong with having a desire to, you know, want nice things. But at the end of the day, the impact and what's driving you on the inside is really going to allow you to take off and go to the spaces that you really want to be in. And then with that impact, you're able to generate whatever it is that you feel you can create and solve problems. And I got to jump in, Brother Jonathan. The other piece that I got to add is if you're looking at what's going on with society right now, what's happening across the world, you're looking at this, the athletes that are leading for change. Um, this is the a good opportunity for um, our future our current leaders to think about how they fit into the space that might give them the opportunity to impact change. That's strong. That's strong. That's strong. And, and another, another piece just adding to that is I think a lot of times if, if we're not careful as an athlete, we don't separate ourselves from the fact of we have a lot more to offer the world. Being an athlete is great. I'm not taking nothing away from the athlete. By all means, go all the way out until you can't ball anymore, you know, on, on the court, in the pool, on the green, wherever. Right. But at the same time, you still have your own unique passions. You still have your own unique interests like you might like cooking. So do that a little bit more. Right. Explore those things. And even j just like you said, just like you said, Coach E, Coach E, Dr. E, just like you said, like it's the fact that we also need to realize that. We are change makers and we really are culture shifters. And if we don't tap into that, especially while we have that that high, high level of leverage, then we're missing a great opportunity to get the complete benefit of being in these positions. So I echo that, man. We're we are more than just athletes. And um, that's some of the things that we used to talk to our young people about. Like you are being an athlete is like not it, it runs parallel to all of me but that's just a piece of me so don't you know make sure you don't dismiss the other parts of my identity well we're naturally leaders too as athletes man like you, you spoke about that but but naturally in, in different ways though so you have different types of leadership skills that come up like you have the person who leads by example you know what i'm saying who really doesn't say much but you know they, they have practice early and they're, and they're showing you you know how to go through things so as a freshman coming in, you see that senior who lead by example, but then you have that vocal leader who is making sure they stand on everyone, you know, making sure that things are getting done and making sure that their passion and their voice is being communicated. So when you think about the different levels of leadership and the different styles of leadership that these possess, that is why athletes are so sought out. And it's important that, you know, we take those skills because it's just, it's just naturally been in us for a long time. So why not share it with multiple aspects of the world? That's good. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I love that, especially just the aspect you broke down. You, 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 you gave you gave us like a drive through uh, with, with, with the leadership, uh, with, with the leadership keynote really quick. But 
we can't pass by that. Like there's different levels of leaders. There's some leaders that lead quietly. There's some leaders that lead through action. There's some leaders, you know, that lead through getting things done in different ways. But I think that's something that we can't just brush by. And we also need to identify where do we fall in that mix, right? And whatever uh, that thing is or whatever that place is. Uh, but as we get as we get ready to land this plane, I think y'all kind of hit on it. But I mean, you might want to go more in, into depth with it. But what are you most excited about, like with the conference? Like what what's the thing you're like, hey, when I get down to Atlanta, like, I mean, I'm looking forward to doing my Cupid shuffle. I'm looking forward to doing a Texas two step. I don't know. But what, what's what's the thing that, that you're most excited about, uh, you know, as we get ready to head to, to Atlanta in just a few weeks? Man, I, I I ain't gonna lie. What I'm most excited about, so man, I just I go crazy when it's an opportunity to to pour into others, right? And so for real, for me, like when people leave the session that we have, like they're going to in their mind be thinking about what they can go do, thinking about a problem to go solve, and just for me to be uh, able to spark a person to think about, hmm, I can actually really go solve this problem. Uh, back in their hometown or wherever it is they they may reside like I, I am so excited about the fact that I'm just going to be able to have an opportunity to help spark someone to go change the world so for me man that, that's what it is I'm ready to help spark that change like Fox said you know I, I, I might not be the only change and I won't be but but I can help spark the change so I'm excited for that yeah anyone that knows me to tell you that I'm a long learner so with that being said I'm excited to learn from other people um, anytime I'm in conversation with folks, I'm trying to figure out what I can learn from them. And so networking and being able to build relationships, this is similar to that of like a fraternity and a sorority. And so it's like this commitment that I, I feel like will happen with people when they meet there that you'll be connected to folks for the rest of your life. So I'm excited to meet and learn from new people um, that are current and future leaders who will be leading, not just in the space, in the line that they're in, but who will be really changing the world. And you can't get any better than that, in my opinion. So I'm really, I'm grateful for the experience, but I'm excited as well. Excellent, excellent. Now, if, if you all don't mind, I mean, I, I know people want to connect you, find you, follow you, all that good stuff. So uh, I, at this time, please go ahead, share where people can find you and how they can connect with you on, you know, on socials leading up to the conference. Yep, yep. Um, you can follow me at Akron Coach underscore Jojo on Twitter um, and IG, Kenny Jojo Smith, Facebook, but but uh, Twitter and IG at Akron Coach underscore Jojo. That's where you can follow me. And I'm on Instagram at Disruptor University. Um, you can also follow me at Forever Forward on Instagram. And actually, both of us on Forever Forward will be speaking later on. And you can also follow me at EJ Glover 330 on Instagram. Dis Disruptor is D I S R U P T E R, not O R. That's that's that doctor. Um, you know, that's that's that that PhD coming through to her own research. So that's Disruptor E R. There it is. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, well, I, I appreciate both of you all, you know, taking time to, to, to grace the podcast, taking time to, you know, share your story and definitely looking forward to seeing you all in, in Atlanta. Definitely looking forward to, to seeing y'all in Atlanta. So I'm, I'm Jonathan Jones. That's Dr. Coach E over there. We, we got Coach Jojo over here, a.k.a. Coach Kenny. 
And uh, you all, if you have not got your tickets, like I said before, make sure to hit the link just down below in the show notes. Uh, and then also type in that promo code that we have for you. And we look forward to seeing you in Atlanta. This is the Athletes Unite Conference podcast, and we'll see you soon.